Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The Bow Hunter Planet podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Racks Inc. and Crossman Air Rifles. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Bone and Planet Podcasts. On today's episode, we have PJ Riley from Lancaster Archery. Such a great company and such a huge impact that Lancaster makes on our archery industry and the heritage of hunting, bow hunting, and archery. So uh, listen along and uh, and uh, enjoy and check out Lancaster online today. Our, our mission, our goal, you know, me being the technical writer, is to try and get as many people involved in archery, whatever it is. Compound target, bow hunting, Olympic archery, bare bow, traditional, crossbows, whatever. We're into all of it. That's awesome. It's pretty amazing, really. I mean, you look at it, Lancaster is so large. It's it's really impressive, the amount of products. And like you said, you know, uh, I, th- I think I heard you say 80,000 plus. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, 85,000. crazy Just amount. Crazy. I mean, that's, that's nuts. And, you know, it's yeah. interesting. You guys do a lot of great things uh, in the target realm as well, and obviously in hunting as well. The one question I had is in regards to um, the uh, the compound bow segment. If we go to the website and we check it out, you guys have a ton of bows online. Uh, my question is, how does that go over? You know, because I, I do know there's a lot of, like, if you go to pro shops, they get really mad about bows being sold online. And I guess how does that work? Are you guys – so? That's actually um, dictated by the manufacturers. Um, some of them are considered, you know, you'll see them on our website, but they'll have a little thing underneath that says showroom sales only. Yeah, gotcha. uh, I see now, yep. Like uh, Matthews, um, I think we can sell yeah. only their target bows online. Um, oh, okay. Their hunting bows are pro shop only. Hoyt, all of those are pro shop only. Elite. Um, so that, that is not dictated by us. That's by the manufacturers and what okay. they allow okay. to be sold online. Interesting. That's pretty cool. And then the thing about it is you guys are a pro shop, right? So it's not like, yeah, I mean, you guys are a pro shop. You're just smart enough to have a really good store online. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you need You kind of, you, for the way we do things, you need to have a pro shop cause we're very, 
hands-on. Yeah. Uh, we have some of the best bow technicians uh, in the country. And uh, so they're setting up bows, uh, teaching people how to do that. And uh, so, yeah, you got to have a, a pro shop so you can take care of the customer on that end. Yeah, oh, for sure. There's so many different... Uh you know bows out there obviously and it's it's it, and you got to have a variety and you guys have a very big variety of different bows you're carrying here which is really exciting it's and, a lot of different brands know. too i mean oh, yeah it's it's cool because if somebody comes in you know we don't care what you buy but we want you to have what's best for you so they can line up you can come in you can we'll set up matthews hoyt elite obsession uh, PSE, Bowtech, and they're right there, and you can shoot them all and pick for yourself. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter to us which one you pick. So, PJ, what are you seeing as far as um, the trends right now in the industry? I mean, especially with bows, are you guys seeing, like, um, you know, sales are, are doing really well? Uh, the middle middle price bows are doing better than the better price bows? I guess, what are you guys seeing as far as that goes right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty healthy uh people are still into buying new bows every year um i would say we're probably getting to that price threshold where um buyers are getting leery you know we're creeping over that thousand dollar mark for Mm -hmm. some of the flagship hunting bows and people seem to be getting eh, they're a little hesitant about that um and so they'll hang with if there's two choices and one's twelve hundred and one's nine ninety nine, they're gonna go for the nine ninety nine one. Yeah. Um so we are seeing that. Uh, there's still a lot of brand loyalty. Um, you know, guys want the Hoyt no matter what yeah. every year, mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna shoot. Um but yeah, I would say uh now that what I will say is the bow manufacturers have gotten a lot better at those mid price point bows the 500 600 bows those bows are awesome now where, yeah, i know it's you know, amazing not too many years ago eh, you were really giving up a lot but some of these manufacturers now they have really good bows for 500 dollars. yeah it's it's amazing the difference right now what you're seeing in the industry and um how it's going i think uh you know companies have been able to um do a really good job of, of creating something that you know and the other thing is the the technology that the new bows have um, is, is technology that's now that was last year is now on the bows that are a little step down, right? So you're, you're actually right. sharing that technology across. So you're getting great stuff. It's not like we're talking. Oh yeah, you know. And, and I think there's a huge difference there. A five hundred dollar bow is a bow that three years ago was the top notch bow and technology. Right. So yep. pretty cool for sure. Yeah, you're yeah, not missing we, out we on do... a lot nowadays at that mid that mid price point. So yeah, yeah, you weren't getting you know. Maybe six, seven years ago, there weren't a whole lot of options in that range, but now there are. Yeah, it's crazy how many there is. Tell us a little bit about more of the um, target segments. I know you guys do a lot with that, and that's an important yeah. one, and it's really big for the industry. So I guess tell us a little bit about the target um, archery segment for you guys. Well, that is what's really growing. That's where we really see the growth, uh, more so than the bow hunting side, is in target archery. Lots of people getting into target archery. The ASA uh, um, Archery Shooters Association, that's one of the two big 3D uh, competitions. Their, their shoots now are averaging 2,000 archers at every shoot. Wow. Just three years ago, it was a 1,000. So they have like doubled in the space of three years. Um, 
we Lancaster Archery, we have a big tournament, an indoor tournament every year called the Lancaster Archery Classic. And this year we, we had our record year. We were right at 1500 archers where just a couple years ago, we were right at, you know, eight, 900. Um, so Vegas this year, the big Vegas shoot, I think they were at something like 3,500. Um, just insane. These tournaments, uh, NFAA that we were at indoor nationals last week, they were at 1900. So the, the, uh, tor- target archery is really growing, uh, yeah. huge leaps and bounds it's and, uh, pretty amazing. It's I was just say, crazy. You guys have your own classic that's really sweet and it's funny because we yeah. just as we're talking we put on the video and oh yeah dan dan uh jazza is on he's the first person we've seen he was actually in our studio literally two weeks ago yep. oh okay yeah <laughs> it's yeah, just funny yeah. that dan, i'm like hey i know that guy <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah hilarious. we see him a lot uh um great guy and great archer and, uh, so it, how did you guys end up creating your own classic because that is like really amazing so, okay, so this is funny. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I've known Rob for almost 30 years, the owner. So way back then, he had a tournament. Uh, Lancaster Archery had a tournament that was called the Winter Classic. That's what I used to shoot back when I was shooting competitively. Um, and may, and then I think this was our, oh, this is terrible. I think this was our 15th year of the Lancaster Archery Classic. So he took that local tournament that he used to hold every winter and then he decided to make it uh uh, he tried to make it bigger make it a national event offer some prize money to get pros in and everything um and it just took off from there you know we used to hold it at our uh, shop in our shop facility we have a shooting range there and it just it just exploded it got bigger and bigger our tournament is unique. Um, archers really like our format because, uh, uh, like Vegas, if you go to the Vegas shoot and you're one of the pros, if you have to shoot three 30 arrow rounds, if you shoot one nine, you're basically out of it. I mean, uh, for, if you shoot two, for sure, you're out of it. If wow. you shoot one, you have an outside chance of getting in. But if you think about that, one nine over three days and you're done. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) Our tournament is we have a qualification round. And so all you have to do is basically make it into qualifying. So for the pros, it's like 64 archers. All you got to do is get in and then it's set up like a NCAA bracket head to head matches. And so from there, then you control your destiny. Um, So very cool. Yeah, archers like that because they don't, okay, I shot a nine. Well, big deal. As long as I make the cut, that's all I care about, you know. Right. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have a great time with it. You see, we've uh, really blown up our broadcast of it, tried to make it a, a top-shelf event, um, and we just we just have a lot of fun with it. It's I like watching it. ESPN or something. No, it is. It's really, I mean, it, it, it's really class production. It really is. I mean, even from the set to the camera work, it's pretty, it's pretty Yeah, awesome. we, we stepped it up. Uh, we, we used to, when we started doing the videos, we did it all ourselves, just our guys with yeah. cameras and stuff. But now we contract uh, the local TV station. Yeah. They come in with their broadcast truck. We use their cameras, their people, and uh, uh, we're, we're just the producers of it. So we set up the stage and 
Yeah, that's. And, I was uh, gonna say, man, you get into doing this kind of stuff. It's a little bit. Uh, it gets outside the scope of what you know your capabilities can be. And yeah, right. And I've seen it in my. You know, where I work for a real job. Is they that it's impossible. I mean, if you're gonna do a broadcast, it's like legit. Like you know, yeah. it's not cheap either. They pay a decent penny to get them in there, but they do a great job. They have the big cameras and they got like the things yep. that you know yeah. you're, you're you know you they have the on screen which mm-hmm. ones on you see the red like at a church you know mm-hmm. they see the lights come on yep. yeah that's legit stuff it's a little different than our dslrs and our little no i think i mean it goes <laughs> a long way when you, have, when you have a group of people that that's all they know right? that's all, camera yeah, that's work and production work and about yeah. you know they, they're not worrying sure. about the content they're worrying about the angles and the focus and all that stuff so which is really cool and he, now here's a fascinating fact about the langster archery classic that maybe you knew or did not know but uh it gets we get hundreds of thousands of views on that of YouTube uh, all year long. The most watched segment from our Lancaster Archery Classic is always the Barebow Finals. Oh, like cool. we, I mean, we have I mean, that's pretty. That's compound. a pretty interesting concept, actually. I like I, it. We have the top compound pros. You that's know, cool. uh, Levi Morgan, Jesse Broadwater, Real Wild. Those guys all shoot there. But the ones that the people sitting at home, what they want to see is yeah. Barebow. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. Bear as in nothing on it, not as in bear exactly. Yeah, no, that's that actually. That I, 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 I'm gonna have to watch that because that actually sounds really kind of kind of interesting. It is cool. I, I think looking I, down your arrow and what I like about this stuff is you know, I'm watching the video and we're watching as you're talking, and it just you know, everybody's like friends with everybody, you know what I mean? It's not like they're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah. you shoot PSC, I shoot Matthews, blah blah blah. It's not like that. They're like, oh hey man, you know, it's good to see I see Dan smiling laughing you know what i mean they're like yeah it, it's it's a it's a community you know and we and we, we i don't know if you know chris schner but chris works with us here and does a lot of the technical stuff name. he's a shooter he shoots for psc as well he's for good friends yeah. and and uh so chris will be here and doing a lot of stuff and he always tells us because he's at every shoot you know he tries I'm, to talk us into going everyone. yeah he's like you guys yeah. gotta go do the crossbow segment yeah. you have no problem with the crossbow segment. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you'll stand a chance they you can win money doing it. i'm like really I'm like maybe we will we'll send yeah. our crack shots to do some cross <laughs> yeah, it's so funny man and, and it's cool that um you guys do it and have that you know capability to do this and and, and you know this is important stuff like as much as people think oh it's just for you guys to promote your brand the point is this is the stuff that's driving new people in our tree you know you're yeah. showing what it's going on people are excited having fun yeah um you get and, that vibe going with it i mean well the production quality awesome. right Absolutely. you guys you know you did a great job here and and getting this done and yeah i think it's important well, to do that it's like you were mentioning about they're all, the archers are all friends they all know each other so in in the uh, in the barebow, uh, when they were whittling down their uh, field to get to the finalists, uh, there was there was one woman who was in the mix. Uh, her name's Fawn Gerard. She's an awesome archer. So she was shooting against this guy named Dwayne Martin, and uh, she noticed one of his arrows flying funny. Now she's shooting against him, so they're vying, they're competing to see who gets to the finals. And Dwayne, in the middle of the competition, Dwayne said to her, man, I don't know what, this one arrow keeps flying funny. And she's like, Dwayne, I think that arrow's bent. You got to get rid of that. So he looked at it and he's like, oh, yeah, it is. So he switched. So, I mean, this is, this is her competitor. And she's saying, she's telling him what he needs to do to fix it. And he ended up beating her then. (laughs) Wow. Interesting. that's, I mean, these people, they want your best. They don't yeah. want to win because you messed up. They want you to shoot your best, and they want to beat you. Well, and that's yeah. what don't, people want to see, Whatever. too, right? 
Yeah, you want to see the best of the best, right? I mean, that's the sure. This is getting so exciting. My, I'm going to start biting my nails here in a minute. I know this, this is, is coming a, this down is a to close the, one, man. This is coming down to the wire, and I don't, I don't know the outcome of this. So for me, this is like I don't know what's going to happen. We are tied up here. <laughs> Shoot up final between uh, Dan and Brand- Brandon. Is it Brandon? Yeah, Brand- yeah. Brandon. Uh, Braden. Braden. Yeah, Braden. It looks a little different than Brandon, but yep. I'm trying to. Yeah. Don't tell. Yeah, us. they've both Don't been there tell before. Us what happens? This is yeah. going to be spoiler so alert. Spoiler. <laughs> LancasterArchie.com, Archie Classic video, and you can watch this heads up with us if you're online right now watching this, or if you're driving a car, you're probably not going to be able to do it, but you can watch it later. But this, this is now. What so, kind of targets are you guys using for this? Okay, so it's called a uh, 40-centimeter Vegas face. Um, so it's, it's uh, you'll see them shooting at three spots. Uh, they, they shoot one arrow at each target because if they didn't, I mean, you can see what they're shooting. They'd be destroying arrows every time. Um, and so the, the very, very center, what a lot of people call the X, um, is about the size of a nickel. Wow. And... Um, we score that as an 11. Other places, it's just considered an X. We actually score it as an 11. The next ring out uh, is about the size of a 50-cent piece is a 10 ring. And then you go out to 9. That's the last yellow. And then 8, 7 are the two red rings. Um, so that's what they're shooting at there. A, a perfect round for us, we shoot 60 arrows, would be a 660. So it would be 60 in the eleven. There's only ever been one shot uh, in the history of the tournament, uh, so it's uh, it's it, you if you can imagine trying to do that, hit that nickel sixty times in a row. You're not even on. No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Kevin said it's like bowling a three hundred. His mic's not on for some reason over there, but it's like bowling a three hundred. It's like almost impossible. This is seriously hilarious. Well, this is there's. In one of the later matches of the finals you're watching is a guy named uh, Chance Bobuff. And he actually, as, he, as he's on the final stage, as I think it's his third arrow, as he starts to draw, his release accidentally goes off and his arrow launches over the target and sticks in the wall. So he takes a zero for that arrow. That's the only one that he missed wow. out of the 11 ring. That's crazy. Every other arrow was an 11 except for that one. And so he lost. You can't drop 10 points like that. So, yeah, I mean, everybody felt horrible for him because he was just nailing the center like crazy. Yeah, I mean, what's the – I see I just saw a little quick commercial there. Not commercial, but people talking. There was a logo behind Win-Win Archery. Is Win-Win uh, real big into more target stuff? Yeah, Win and Win. They're probably best known uh, for Olympic recurve. That's kind oh, of their specialty. That's what I thought. Um, I wasn't sure on that. I was like, I know I've seen them before, but not very much in the hunting segment as much. Yeah, no, and uh, a lot of the uh, Koreans, uh, a lot of the Asian teams, a lot of them shoot win and win because it is an Asian company. Gotcha. Um, So kind of Hoyt and win and win are kind of the two big ones for Olympic recurve. Now, I see see on your website you guys sell, like, the, the Olympic products. Now, Tell, tell us about that. How did the like someone go about getting onto the Olympic team for the United States, and and do they get sure. equipment like from you and stuff like that? Do you? Yeah. Have you had? Yeah, any we Olympians. Well, we're. And... Uh, I, I I don't think there's anybody who deals as much in Olympic archery equipment as we do, um, and uh, 
It's so there's a whole process that starts out. Uh, it's open to anybody. Anybody can try to get on the Olympic archery team. And basically there's a series of tournaments um, where you earn points and eventually, you know, you're ranked and then they start cutting down the field um, of archers and they're just shooting through these tournaments over and over until eventually um, the, the, Olympic team is going to be at max three archers, uh, three men, three men, three women. And uh, they have to compete uh, in world events to actually earn the three spots. I'm mentioning this because in Rio, the last Olympics, we sent three men, but we only sent one woman because our U.S. women's team failed to earn enough points to earn the right to send three. So we only sent huh. one. Okay. Wow. Um, so that's kind of how that works. I know they're they're working hard so that at the next Olympics, uh, which are Tokyo, I believe, in 2020, that were three men, three women. Um, so they, and actually, um, one of the one of the up and comers to keep watching for the women's Olympic team is Rob Caulfield's daughter Casey. So she's only 13. Wow. And she just set the. She's 13 years old, but and so she competes in what's called the cadet uh, class. That's based on age, but her indoor score in the indoor nationals set the record for cadet, junior, and senior women. So she holds the indoor national record for women, you know, who are shooting for the Olympics. Wow. Crazy, um, and that no one's ever done that. Before. Amazing. So, is there is there is there a lot of rules on the equipment they can use and things like that? Get it? Um, no. I mean, it's it's pretty set. If you look at an Olympic archer, it basically they're all shooting the same stuff. It might be by different um, manufacturers, but uh, they have a sight uh, a sight out there. It can have no magnification in. So if you see one with a lens in it, the lens has no magnification. It's just a piece of glass. Uh Um, They have to, obviously, they have to draw with their fingers. They have to have one finger, um, what they call, they have to shoot split finger. One finger over the knock, two fingers under. Um, They'll have a front stabilizer uh, and then a V-bar with two stabilizers coming back. Um, so it's, I, I guess there's a lot of rules for what they use in terms, if you're, if you're looking at it from the outside, but from the inside, it's pretty standard equipment that they're shooting. How does the United States do in, in the archery in the Olympics? Well, on the men's side, um, at the last Olympics, our men's team took the silver medal and we had one of them, Brady Ellison. He won the individual bronze. Nice. Um, so and that's uh, Brady's been around forever. He uh, uh, he won our tournament the last two years, um, and uh, he'd been trying to get an Olympic medal. This was his third or fourth Olympics, oh, wow. and he finally got the individual medal. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Now the uh, on the women's side, man, the Koreans are really tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they like clean house when it comes to Olympic archery. Uh, uh, our best woman, uh, Mackenzie Brown, young girl from Texas, um, 
she's she's very competitive but hasn't broken through to to match up with the koreans yet they're really good that's amazing so uh you know do you happen to know how many products you guys have because i'm blown away by how many things are on this website right now (laughs) it's right around eighty five thousand. Wow. Okay, so that was a total number, probably. Wow. That's, that's yep. Absolutely. I'm nuts, looking at this man. going. Whoa. I mean, you could find anything you wanted. Yeah, pretty incredible. In any here. in any like related, you know, Target compound. Like it's it's ridiculous. Would you, you guys, guys have. are you guys pretty much? Uh, I mean, uh, I I would think you guys have more product than some of the bigger outdoor companies out there. I feel like when it comes specifically for, to hunting and archery, specifically. For archery, we have the world's largest, largest archery-only inventory. That makes sense to me. I was no, going to say no, that makes way has. more sense because yeah. I've never yeah. seen that many products. I never, re- I always knew Lancaster was a big company. I just didn't realize how big. That was like incredible. <sighs> how many products? There's, I mean, it's ridiculous when you get down to like the individual points and knock bushings and just yeah. I mean, oh individual sears for various releases. It's insane. So do you the, guys have like a minutia? I know you said you guys have a pro shop, but do you have like a, a then a warehouse just distribution center yep. type thing? So, yeah, a couple years ago, we finally outgrew. We had everything in one location. It just got too crazy. Oh, I can imagine. So now we have a big, I think it's 80,000, 50 or 80,000 square feet uh, warehouse that we have that now that's our kind of our home base for the for all the web stuff i mean it also supplies our shop sure um, but mainly that's for the online sales you know we're shipping stuff out every day um so is there amazing. is there any like big trends that you guys have kind of noticed in in regards to like the bow hunting world like are people you see a lot more people moving towards the carbon or just crossbow. That's just, yeah so crossbow i mean just as an example like is, is there any big it, trends out there it would have to be the crossbow. I yeah. mean, that has just blown up. Um, you know, more and more and more people are buying crossbows. That that's that's clearly the biggest wave um, of things in in the bow hunting side. Lots of people getting into crossbows. Um, uh, on the on the compound side, um, you're starting to see more more people get a little more um technical with with the things they're putting on their bows it's not uh they're not quite as going as simply anymore you know you'll see a lot more hunters running a longer front stabilizer with a side rod you know a couple years ago you never saw that everybody was shooting the same thing yeah um you're seeing multi-pin sites that have um uh that are capable of doing uh, different things like that you're capable of adjusting the second and third access mm-hmm. second and third axis uh to account for tree stand angles things like that um so yeah a lot more technical stuff um people are getting into and then of course the crossbow <laughs> yeah. yeah uh carbon bows yeah the, i i wouldn't say that's a huge trend that we see a ton of people going for the carbon bows there are certainly uh the fans um i went to um uh northwest territories uh, three years ago to uh bow hunt muskox uh when it was minus 40 degrees 
And so I was glad to have a carbon bow. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was not as cold. Without yeah. wind chill. <laughs> yeah, That's everything crazy. else was, you know, was freezing cold. I'm just glad I didn't have to grab, grab an aluminum riser. Did you actually have to pay to do that? <laughs> that sounds like yeah. a torture. That, I don't know why, but that was a bucket list hunt yeah. for me. No, that's pretty just cool, always though. That is. I've just always been fascinated by muskox, and I love the Arctic. Any chance I get to go to the Arctic, I'm going. I love it there. That's pretty. Did that's you connect? And so you connect? I was going to do the muskox, and this guy said to me, you know, he said, and they do them, they hunt them in the fall, but this guy said the muskox is built for winter. He's like, you need to hunt them on their prime territory in their conditions. So I said, well, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> a lot of thick fur to get did, through did you connect i did yes yeah i i will say the actual shooting was not as difficult as you might think um surviving was probably the most difficult part no yeah. <laughs> wow, i mean the muskox basically they're afraid of nothing uh -huh. nothing can mess with them so you just kind of walk up to them and it depends on how close can i get before this thing decides he wants to kill me so oh, okay. <laughs> that's really cool um so you know i want to talk to you about something else too it's a little bit shifting not shifting topics but shifting from the website specifically but um bow reviews so that's something we share together yeah. you and us we both do bow reviews and the one thing i was going to ask you about that is sure. what do you notice about um and i'm asking this because we have experience in it too and i'm interested but what do you notice about sometimes the comments and stuff right because like yeah. oh, <laughs> i've it's... seen so many like hate comments and different yes. things over time oh my god you dropped your arm and all da da so i'm just curious from your take when you guys do it, what you're seeing i know there's a lot of positive stuff too but i mean is there are you seeing a lot of negative here and there of course there are the people who um just are not going to like a insert name here matthews elite hoyt whatever right yeah. it doesn't matter what happens they're just not gonna like it and what's always fascinating to me is they'll tell you that they don't like it. Right. You know, I'm kind of, I think I would just not say anything, but or, or not watch compelled. the video, right? Enough to put a oh, comment yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> they'll watch the video and take the time to say that thing's a piece of junk. So, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of the way it is. And, and yeah, uh, there will always be critiques of me. Um, oh, look at his form. He's, you know, <laughs> shooting that thing horribly. Look at that bad release. <laughs> it comes with quit, the territory. Quit you know. squeezing the bow. <laughs> oh, I've, I've had so yeah. many hits on me over the years. It's not even funny. These people. Look at that guy. He doesn't even know he's doing. He's slapping the trigger. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm like, whatever, delete. <laughs> See you. I just wanted to say. I Freedom is not like, here. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I'm like 29 and a half inch draw, and that bow they sent us is 27. Yeah, they don't so I'm think doing all the best that. I can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good excuse. Good and excuse. No matter what I do, I feel like we, we've been doing a lot more speed tests lately, and and people blame us if it's not the speed they want. I'm like, right. dude, right? Like, I'm giving you everything I can give you. I gave you the, the weight. I showed you us, you know, you and the weight of it, the draws, the draw length. I show yep. you the arrows being weighed. Yeah. I shoot it. This is the result. Take it or leave it. I don't care. Yeah. They think you... for some reason we want to skew the numbers. Yeah, I don't like, know what that's all about. We have and, any well, benefit from that. It's whatsoever. seriously ridiculous. And well, you know, people see those IBO speed ratings yeah. and they're like, that's the speed of the bow. Right. Yeah. But you know, I yeah, mean, as no, well as we do, you shoot them enough. <laughs> that's not real world hunting speed. arrow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. the bow's rated for 330 feet per second. 
if you can get 300, you're doing pretty well. That's what I yeah. said. I mean, I, most of them are doing 300 that I, that we've put through here. Um, yeah. and I, I'm really happy with that. I've seen very sure. little that have not been that. And I think that, you know, that's, that's a great, great, um, thing to be, you know, to have that number. And if you go back a few years, I was even hitting 300 on some yeah. of those bows and we didn't do speed tests back then. But this year I noticed that people keep asking about it and asking about it. And I'm like, you know what, we're just going to do it, you know? And I thought the manufacturers sure. would be upset about it. Cause I know they know they're not going to hit that number if I don't use a special arrow in some right. cases. So, but they weren't. And I was very surprised and I got positive feedback from them. And I said, look, I'm just telling you how I'm going to do it. I'm laying it all out there just so you know. Um, yeah. And I, I don't want to do it if it's going to, you know, hurt, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I know what they're trying to do. I understand sales. I get marketing. There's a lot to it, but people don't realize that, you know, they go in there and say 370, yeah. thinking they're going to get 370. Mm-hmm. Very rarely right, have right, I right. shot a 370 bow that actually produced 370 <laughs> in, a, in an actual <laughs> environment. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those the videos are fun. I mean, we've been doing it for a while and I, I, I know, you know, I know doing it is like interesting because there's always this like feedback that you get that's just so negative and then there's a lot of good positives too you know i have people tell me all yeah. the time hey i bought that bow because your review i'm like that's what i wanted to hear that's exactly yeah. the point right. in doing this and uh you know helping out and try to do it but that being said you guys are always welcome to use any of our videos if it helps you sell a bow so keep that in mind if sure. you guys ever need one because i know you don't do every bow so maybe we did something you didn't yeah. do might be worth throwing up there but you guys have the I'm giving you the legal right right now we, in this podcast <laughs> that you guys are more welcome to use them. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, that's more great. than welcome because we want to help sell bows. We want to help the industry. That's what it's all about. We got to build yeah. the heritage. You guys have an amazing platform to do it, and are doing amazing, obviously, with this. So, um, yeah, man, thanks for joining us. We appreciate yeah, it. Um, and uh, you know, if there's anything in the future you guys need, let us know. Um, like I said, we're here to we'll help do. and support. So we appreciate it. If you're out there, go to LancasterArchery.com. Check them out. Uh, if you're looking for any gear at all, they're going to most likely have it. I mean, 85,000 plus products you're seeing. Uh, I mean, honestly, I've never seen a it's, website with this many ridiculous products. ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> absolutely I mean, every category you could think of. I'm very impressed. In fact, I've always seen Lancaster at the ATAs and stuff. And, and I know one year, I think one, some of the ladies wanted some free hats. I was walking around with a whole bunch of hats. And I never realized how big <laughs> the website really was. It's really, really incredible. Um, something you have to see. So, go again, go online, www.lancasterarchery.com. Uh, PJ, thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.